a Dadsnet original podcast. Hello and welcome once again to Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, thank you so much for choosing to listen to these two joke shops once again. I am Adam and I am joined by the biggest joke shop of all. And his name is Cotney John. How are you, Cotney John? How you doing, bruv? You alright? I'm all well, mate. All well. Uh, so, just to kick things off, as some of you may have known, if you're part of the Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast group... Uh, we went out on a little mandate on Friday night. My good old friend, my good old friend CJ over there, um, got me uh, some tickets to a concert uh, for my birthday, which was in October. Um, and we went on Friday to watch the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Michael Bublé. Now, some people may think as if those two are going to to Michael Bublé, but yeah, yeah, of course we are. Yep. Why would we love a bit of Bublé? Love a bit of Bublé. Why, why wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, it was the second time I've seen him. I saw him in 2008. And then obviously the other night, I was due to go with Cockney John a few years ago. But unfortunately, yeah. I was already pre-booked on a stag do. Um, so That's your wife, though. You did take my wife just to the Michael Bublé concert before anyone finishes that sentence <laughs> with something I do not want to hear. Uh, but it was it was it was epic. It was great. Um, there was a little bit of the show where he he paid tribute to Elvis and he talked about the fact that the Elvis movie um, had kind of uh, introduced a new um, what word am I looking for? A new generation. To, right, yeah, uh, to Elvis. To Elvis. Um, so, the Elvis movie, not that we're reviewing that now, but I've been t- I went to see it when it came out, and it is absolutely fantastic. You love You've it, seen it. You've seen it, surely? Not yet, no. All right, so there we go. We'll Need kick this episode it. off by setting Cotney John uh, his homework for the week, which is Baz okay. Luhrmann's Elvis. Um Obviously, Cockney John doesn't have the greatest record for homework or any work outside of the classroom. <laughs> so let's see how he gets on with that. But, you know, huge shout out to Austin Butler. And I'm sure Cockney John next week will give you his quick lowdown on how unbelievable Austin Butler is as Elvis. And it's funny because everyone keeps talking about Austin Butler. He missed out on the Oscar, obviously, to Brendan Fraser. I don't think anyone... No, uh, no one's going to hold that against him for that, are they? No one's going to... If you're going to lose to anyone, lose to George of the Jungle is what I say. Yeah. Um, So, but Austin Butler, you know, there's loads of stuff online where before he played Elvis... He taught, you know, dead kind of like softly and nice and ha ha ha, I'm Austin Butler. Yeah. And then he, like, then he's, you know, t- transformed into Elvis Presley. <laughs> and now when he does interviews as Austin Butler, he still just sounds. He's still got like, the voice. <laughs> he's still got the voice like crazy. It's just like, um, it'll just be like, Austin, so, you know, it's great to have you. And he's like, it's, it's great to be here, you know. But. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Austin Butler is going straight to the top. But let's kick this episode off straight away. We were at the cinema. We paid £3 extra, I think, to go Dolby surround sound recliners. 
And we went to watch this brand new release. Um, I'll give you the quick synopsis. A reunion between two estranged sisters gets cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting (laughs) them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. It is the 2023 horror fantasy Evil Dead Rise. Okay, so let's, before we get into the movie, let's talk about the mistake you made pre-film. Um, now, for those who go to the Odeon, especially at the Trafford Centre or any any cinema, really, they do this thing now. Everywhere's going cashless, isn't it? I think most places now are, are thinking cashless is the one. So at Odeon, you can pre-book, obviously, your tickets. Then when you go through and you're paying for your tickets, you can also pre-book your food and drink. When we yeah. arrived for this film, Evil Dead Rise... Um, Cotney John realised there was a massive queue and thought to himself, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play on a different level here. I'm gonna hop on my phone. I'm gonna quickly <laughs> order the scran on my phone, and then boom, he gets his order number. And then in front of him, he, what did you what did you intend to order? Can you tell the listeners? Uh, yeah, large nachos with uh, all the sides cheese, uh, jalapenos, yeah. and a drink." One of those okay, magic so, Coke machine, you know, get Dr. Pepper yeah. Cherry. Yeah, the, those drinks machines. And, and I first ever saw them at Five Guys. I first saw them at Five Guys, and I would say when people, you know, oh, if a genie came out of a bot, out of a lamp, what was the first, you know, Three Wishes, what would the first one be? Mine would be probably one of those drinks machines. Um <laughs> And to be fair, some people may say, well, why are you not just asking for loads of money and then you can just buy loads of them? Well, because it, I'd have to then go and buy it and I'm lazy and I'd have to set it you up. I'd, just I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say to the genie, listen, get me one of those drinks machines with unlimited filters, unlimited flavors, unlimited cups. Um, and yeah, we go from there. But so we get to the kiosk and Cockney John um gets served, gets his number read out, one, two, three, and it's two trays of nachos. Uh Courtney John was not a happy bunny. He was saying, Yeah, nah, no. I ordered a drink of nachos. But then he went back on his phone and realized he'd ordered two large nachos um, with no drink. Just, <laughs> I messed up the whole thing, start to finish. It just kept going wrong. It was brilliant. It was fantastic. But so you, then we had you to were happy because you got nachos. <laughs> Listen, the, the, the nachos were paid for. They were done. It would have been rude not to. I went into the cinema trip thinking <laughs> I'm not going to get anything. So then Cotney John went on to order his uh, drink. And then I thought, why not just push my luck and say, Listen, throw a drink on there as well. So I ended up getting a nachos combo for diddly squat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, so then we went, we made our way into the cinema, lovely cinema, the Dolby one, really lovely seats and goodness me, mate, do you have to do that down the mic? That is the loudest vape I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) It's like heavy machinery. It's ridiculous. People must be like turning it down when they know you're about to vape. What am I on now? Two months? No, listen. I'm sure I speak on behalf of all the listeners to say congratulations that you've quit the actual SIGs. Yeah. But it, but when you hear, it's not 
you know, we're not going to give you a blue Peter it's badge a movie, for that. One. It's a movie podcast. I'm doing my. I'm not great at impressions, but the one I can do is Darth Vader. So just enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, oh my god Adam, well, i am your father <laughs> oh please god say no oh god i mean you are you are old enough to be so um now <laughs> do you know what right this is how i know i'm old i've got a ta she's been with me nearly a year now i'm genuinely old enough to be a dad and she's like an adult yeah, that's. But I could you, you still be gotta... her father. That's, that's well, depressing. So how old? So how old she? She well, yeah, she's, she's like twenty. 20 she's twenty three. Right. So I'm you're 40. looking at getting busy. You're looking at getting busy at 17, 16, oh, I 17. was getting busy at 17, bro. All oh, right. Anyway, ignore him. Right. So we go into the cinema, and <laughs> we just want to take this opportunity before we give you the review of Evil Dead Rise. We want to just take this opportunity to say that. And we've mentioned this before. If you are, um, if you are a person, which the majority of people listening to this will yeah, be, I reckon most of them. Yeah, and you are planning on going to the cinema. Not a problem. Great, great place to go. Great kind of socialising after and before. But my, sorry, one sec. Cotney Johns fell off the bed. Sorry about that. The dog was chewing. I could hear him going. I didn't want it to come out right. of the recording. Hopefully, he's chewed your vape to pieces, but uh, the dog's okay. Nah, uh, dog anyway, so... if you touch me, vape. <laughs> so, um, if you're going to the cinema with friends, with loved ones, with family, with your partner, whoever, if you do not plan on watching the movie, and you are like, if you've not seen a friend in a while and you think, oh, we really need a catch up, then go for a catch up, go for a meal, go for a cocktail, go for a sit down, go have for a, a walk in the park. Daiquiri. Have a strawberry daiquiri. Do not under any circumstances go to the cinema <laughs> and start blabbering because I can handle talking during the adverts, okay? Adverts talking, you're not going to hear anything from me. Trailer talking is is a little bit annoying. I'm not going to lie cuz everyone loves the trailers. But then certainly I'm not going to I'm not going to grass if you talk in the trailers, all right? I'm not you know, I'm not that bad. But if you talk during the main film. Now we 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 spoke about this, didn't we? Because in the Evil Dead Rise, we had two guys sat in front of us, and I'm saying the Evil Dead. Let me just double check this. I'm pretty sure I know, but yeah, 90 it's minutes, 96, it? 96 minutes long, yeah. right? I think, hand on heart, they spoke for 86 minutes. Of yeah, that easy, easy. It was non-stop, and you may think to yourselves, "Well, why didn't you just go and complain?" But at the end of the day. It, it, it's we were back row. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot of effort. <laughs> I was re, I was reclined. I'd have to unrecline something I don't like doing, and it was just it was just annoying. And I just think if you're gonna, if I don't mind, you know, in a film, we were saying this, weren't we? In a film, if an actor or something happens where, where that reminds you of something, a quick little whisper to you to your yeah. person you with, like, oh, that reminds me of this person. That's fine. All right, I don't mind that. Tiny little, tiny little words, very sporadic. 
not a problem. Full blown combos at normal volume. Have <laughs> at normal volume, yeah, unbelievable. Even when like most people talk when it's a loud bit of the film. Obviously, Evil Dead Rise was a tense horror. There was a lot of like silent bits ready to make yeah. you jump. They were having full blown combos, and then it'd be like the jumpy bit. But you'd all be, you, you were in the middle of their combo. It was a disgrace. Um, so I'm just going to say, if you are someone, if you're listening to this and you think, oh, I do that, I don't like you. I'm yeah. thrown out there now. Mm. I am not a fan. Don't talk in the cinema. You complete and utter assholes. Well, there's, right. there's cinema etiquette, isn't there? Because I had to get up to go to the toilet at one point as well. And there were a load of lads next to us. And because we were all on recliners. Now, if someone needs to go to the toilet, you just pull your feet in. So they can get. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, these these guys um, all kept their feet out, every single one of them. So I, on the way out, I kicked one of them, just booted his leg out the way. So the last few of them moved their legs. On the way back in, they did it again. So I was like, "Oh, sod it!" So I just stood on him. (laughs) Yeah, fully crunched his ankle. And you had those big, those big brown, like, cat steel toe cap boots on as well, so... Timberlands, bruv. Timberland cat. <laughs> Didn't get them from the shoe warehouse. Cat. You know what's funny about that? That mate cat that used to make those big worker boots. My mate had a cat phone. It was a phone, right? That was, yeah, it was made by cat. And what? he just used to launch it. Or something, yeah. It, yeah, and it would never break. It would really? never ever break. I'm pretty sure we ran over it in, in <laughs> my, like one of my mates' old puntos, and it was class. Anyway, w- let's get into the Evil Dead Rise now. I've got to be hand on heart honest with you, and I think I've said this before. In terms of movie genres, horror, especially like die hard horror, supernatural horror, is not my. It's not my go-to. I'm not yeah. a massive fan. If I'm being absolutely honest, if we weren't doing a movie review podcast, unless, you know, I was like 18 and single and wanted to go on a date, to, I would not watch yeah. Evil Dead Rise. I just can't imagine. Uh, but obviously, you know, we're doing this for you, you beautiful people. We sat through that guy's conversation in front of us. No, we sat through <laughs> Evil Dead Rise and we're going to give you our review. So I'll kick us off. Um... Uh, <laughs> um, do you know what, right? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I yeah. think I'm coming from a place of this isn't my bag. Yeah. But I went in, we both were kind of a bit like, oh, I'm not that up for this. Like, we'd much prefer action, true story, mm. even a drama, a rom com, whatever it may be. This isn't up there. But I will say a couple of positives. Um, it is very, very gory. Yeah. There are some jumpy bits. There are mm. some like, it's not scary for me no, anyway. No. Some of you, you know, if you get, I think this, I think this all the time is I don't, uh, films don't really scare me. They never have, even when I was a kid, because um, I just, I just like think like it's just fake. It's just yeah. like, yeah. unless it was like a documentary, like documentaries have scared me before. I remember my granddad, like when I was younger, showed me this, um, it was basically like a, a documentary on pedophiles and it was like taking, mm. taking, and he basically was saying like, you know, 
this you got to watch this because you got to be careful. Like when you go to the park, if someone tries to get you in their car, the and, you, know, yeah, and, yeah. you know that kind of jazz. And I could not sleep. I could <laughs> not sleep for days because I just kept thinking, I am such a good-looking kid. That <laughs> I, I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking, your granddad's worried because he's like, yeah, if someone offers him sweets, he's getting in a van. That's that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, and I think. I think my granddad used the example of like, so if a guy in a van pulls up and says, I've just made a batch of turkey Twizzlers, don't get in the van. And I had to turn around and go, there's no promises, granddad. There's no promises. Sorry, granddad. Um, so Evil Dead Rise, it, it was, it was, it was suspenseful. It was, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think the acting was pretty good. The kind of premise, it was very loyal to obviously the Evil Deads before it. Um, but I think I'll just kind of, I think it was just there. It, it, there was a lot of bits in it. And I was trying to explain this to someone at work. It's like, it's not, you can't dislike a film because you, you think, and my dad's bad for this, where you think, oh, that, that had never happened. Because yeah. there's so many films that I love that you'd say, well, oh, that would never happen. The whole of Marvel, yeah. Well, Marvel, yeah, it's never going to happen. Armageddon, they wouldn't train yeah. oil drillers to be astronauts, <laughs> you know, when the world's about to end. So there's a lot of things, but... There was a lot where I was just a bit like, oh, God, right, you know, evil spirit, right, okay, mm. evil books, book of the dead, yeah, yeah, right. But I will say this, I think if you are an evil dead fan, if you are a horror fan and in, and like your gore and like your jumps, I think you would love it. So I'm yeah. going to give you this as like a, 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 I think you would appreciate it if that's your bag. Personally, it's not my bag. I thought it was okay. It was all right. I, I wasn't like outrageously bored during it. But <laughs> yeah, one thing yeah. I will say uh, to finish my review is we went to watch Air. We obviously reviewed it last week. Mm. Thank you so much to everyone who listened and gave us a lovely uh, shout out. Um, Air was two hours, two and a bit hours. It flew, no pun intended. It yeah. was absolutely, it was just nonstop. It was really enjoyable. This was a 90 minute film. It felt like two and a half hours. It, it did, felt yeah. like we were in there it for a long, a long, long time. Yeah. So I am going to give the Evil Dead Rise, um, two and a half Harry Stampers and, I was originally going to give it two, but then I thought that's probably a bit harsh because actually it was a well-made, slick horror. It it did justice to the old films. It had some good throwbacks. Um, and the half I gave it because, because basically I didn't absolutely hate it. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that's, and that's, as but Forrest Hunt would say, yeah, as Forrest Hunt would say, and that's all I have to say about that. Um, so I'm going to throw it over, Courtney John. What are you saying? Yeah, I mean, I I do agree. Now I'm different to you in that I've I love horror, and I've spent you know sort of 20 years looking for that feeling again of when I first saw Jaws, when I first saw yeah. It, when I first saw our throwback this week. Now I've been looking for that again. And I think my big issue with The Evil Dead Rise is basically it's there was nothing original in it at right. all. Every, everything that's – every single scene pretty much has been done before in another film. You know, they, they sort of horror, – horror filmmakers are sort of buggers for this, really, because they always like to throw in uh, sort of nods to previous – 
horror films, you know, like the lift full of blood going back to misery and stuff. But that's been, it's been done in so it wasn't many misery, films. Wasn't it, it wasn't misery, the lift. Not misery. Blood, um, the Shining. Shining, yeah. Um, and it's just like... You're so, really into so horror, mate. Up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it's not, it's not that I'm really into it. It's that I want to have that feeling again that I had when I watched those classics that, you know, Jaws scared me from going in the sea when I was little. It yeah. terrified me and a generation of clowns uh, from clowns, you know. So, I mean, the good thing is, the only thing I could say, though, yeah. Is is obviously with the age you're at. The, in the next few years, you'll probably have forgotten what Jaws was like completely, so you can, <laughs> can watch, watch it again, again. if you like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it wasn't terrible. I've seen a lot of terrible, terrible, terrible horror films, and this mm. wasn't terrible. And I think that's why it's getting such good reviews. And again, I think it's. Yeah, uh, like we were saying, what was the one where we were saying younger people have never seen it before? The one about the doll. Oh, um, Megan. Megan. And I think it's one of them. Younger people probably haven't seen all those films before. So they're actually going to really enjoy this. But yeah. if you're our age, our age, we're in the same generation. Uh, no, we're not. You know, especially if you're my age, you've you've just seen it before. There's nothing new in it, and there's nothing original, unfortunately. But if you're sort of, you know, twenties, early twenties, you know, teenager, I think you'll think it's fantastic, and I think you'll really enjoy it. But there's there just wasn't anything new there i wouldn't be adverse to having it on again if you know if i was with someone who wanted to watch it um so again like you two and a half sundays from me uh because i wouldn't mind if it was on but at the same time i probably won't ever choose i wouldn't choose to watch it again i'm not gonna lie right i'm just gonna throw it out there so evil dead rise five combined five out of ten Um, which I, I think, think it would have fair. taken. I think that's fair. If you'd have heard the conversation before we went into the cinema, I think Evil Dead Rise would have snapped your hand off for five, yeah. which yeah. in the film they actually do. Um, but yeah, it was... <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's funny, actually. When, when I'm thinking about when we're doing reviews, and I love it, I love doing this podcast, I love going to the cinema all the time, and I love talking about it. But I think I think we're on something, because I like what we've done there. We've, we've not... We've not slated it for no reason. We've said it's mm. all right, but what makes me laugh all the time is like you, you hear these movie review podcasts or, you know, movie reviews when, when the BBC used to have that show and it used to, you know, and they, they'd go really in depth and stuff and it'd be like, yeah, this, 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 well, wow, big words, big words, I don't understand them. <laughs> and then... And then you've just gone, yeah. So if you know, if they put it, if someone put it on, wanted to watch it, I wouldn't care that much if it was on, but I wouldn't choose to put it on. <laughs> I love it. Adam and Connie John's big movie podcast, baby. That is what we do. And do you know what else they do in this film? And this annoys me. And it's something that they do in all modern ever since Seven. They've done this in horror films, and it annoys me so much. Just turn the lights on. 
No, why? Why does no one ever turn the lights on? It's like, yeah, you're being chased by a demon. You still need to see where you're going. You don't have to light yeah. everything with lamps. Do you know what I mean? Turn the big light on. See where the demon is. It's hiding in yeah. shadows. Get rid of the shadows. <laughs> Fair dues. Oh. So there you have it. If you if you're up for a, a jumpy horror. Evil Dead Rise will certainly provide for that. But if you, you know, we've reviewed a lot of movies recently on this podcast and, um, you know, I think there's probably better out there. But if it's, yeah, if there's a, you know, if you're on a date night or anything like that, then yeah, we recommend. But if 20, if you're 20 taking a girl to the cinema, yeah, yeah, definitely. You're, you're, she's coming in for a cuddle. Do you know what I mean? I mean, listen. This move. This is a movie podcast, and I'm pretty sure that anyone in their 20s there who are potentially looking for dating advice would not be wanting it from you. <laughs> nothing, nothing brings the girls in for a cuddle in the cinema like the smell of nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Even when there's no nachos there. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Right. If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. Let's get to the movie plot in one sentence. So, here we go. Yeah. A coming-of-age tale as four young adults find love, happiness, and fun. Okay, there you go. A coming-of-age tale as four young adults find love, happiness, and fun. God, that could be anything. I know. There's a little bit extra to it. There's a little bit extra to it. Is it going to make it? No, but I don't know because I'm a bit confused by it. Do you want the full thing? Yeah, go on, go on. Right. A coming-of-age tale as four young adults find love, happiness, and fun in their gap year holiday in France. Okay. Let's get to our throwback, and this is going to be a short but sweet one. So, obviously, Cotney John touched upon it before. He is a fan Mm. of horror. We are going to throw it back. And I'm going to leave this straight up for Courtney John, and you'll guess what it is when I give you the synopsis. A young girl realises that she must stay awake at any cost to avoid a clawed killer who wants to murder her and her friends one by one in their dreams. Released in 1985, A Nightmare on Elm Street. The obviously yes. one of the horror, one of the horror goats, Wes Craven behind obviously the Scream franchise or the earliest Scream franchise, mm. should I say? A Nightmare on Elm Street introduced us to one of the most iconic movie villains of all time, Cockney John. You have one minute. Why should people, if they're on a little date night, if they're just trying to throw it back, maybe people have not seen it. The twenty-year-olds that you are talking about, that you are encouraging to go and see. Evil Dead Rise, but then there's not a showing. They should watch where this they instead. Where? Definitely. Why should they watch this? Go. This is the best horror movie ever made. Like, Ooh, bar none. It, it's the best horror movie ever made. Freddy Krueger is the best villain in the world. I mean, let's face it, right? People who uh, watch the Nightmare on Elm Street films 
love Freddy Krueger. We all love a child murderer. Okay. <laughs> they have somehow made this child murderer an incre- an iconic character that people love. Uh, I'm going to throw out that. I, I yeah. don't love him. I don't, I don't I love do. him. I think he's brilliant. It wasn't in number one, but he 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 has the funniest kills in uh, the Dream Warriors. I think that's number three. He, he, there's he, he where he smashes the girl who wants to be on TV, and he just smashes her head through a telly. It's absolutely hilarious. He's. I think you need to speak to someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's honestly because what he does, is he kills people, and then he makes like a, like an off the cuff joke that you'd expect on like Brooklyn Nine Nine or something, and it just like after like a real brutal murder, and he says that, and so all of a sudden you're laughing, you go from being disgusted, horrified, scared to laughing your head off. So that, it's like, for me, it's, is perfect horror. It's, it's like um. You know, I those think kind of lines. Has to have comedy. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. I prefer horror comedies to just straight up horror. Yeah. So you're talking about, I mean, listen, I've seen The Nightmare on Elm Street. It's been a long time, to be fair. But would you say yeah. something along the lines of, you know, he's gripped the guy up from his neck and held him up and hung him and then he's gone, stop hanging around? Something like that. Yeah, basically. That's exact. In fact, I think he's done that when he, because he, he, uh, he gets, uh, no spoilers. Kids and he cuts. Oh, yeah, no, I can't, can I? Yeah, uh, but basically, yeah. And I actually think he may have used that exact line when he did something to someone. Well, <laughs> it is absolutely brilliant. But of course, you've also got Heather Langenkamp, who, oh, God, I fancied her when I was like 12. I fancied her so much. And it's also uh, the first, I think it might be the first on-screen job for Johnny Depp. Yeah. Not just movie. I think it was before he did telly or anything. Did you like the main girl, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, Nancy. Were you, uh, you know, more interested in a wet dream on Elm Street after watching well, you say wet dream, but I think the scene I love most when I, as a 12-year-old boy was when she's having the bath. Wow. Because she falls asleep in the bath and he tries to get Oh, her. yeah, that's freaky. Oh. Yeah, that's freaky, yeah. that bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I remember that. But that's what I mean. But that's what I mean. It has these, like, iconic, terrifying scenes in it that really got you. But then... Like I say, it'll just it, the final scene of a nightmare on Elm Street is so funny. It's such a stupid ending. It's brilliant, and yet it sets you it sets you up for the you know the next seven films that they made. Well, there you have it. And I mean, Robert England, so good, and it, it is. Uh, you know, I know they've done the remake, and uh, was it Jackie Haley? Uh, played Freddy, he just wasn't as good. No, it's, that, it's, that's it's, all it's there big, is to it. It's, it was unfair to, to to make someone else. Yeah, it was unfair to make someone else take the part. Well, it was longer than uh, a minute, but yeah. Um, but we'll, well we'll allow it. It needed longer we, than a we'll, minute, and it five stars, five stars for the original. It'll be it's so good. There'll be people asleep now after you talking and they might be a bit scared. (laughs) (laughs) But there you have it. The throwback this week is 1985's Nightmare on Elm Street. I agree with John, to be fair. I know I talked about I wasn't really scared of films when I was younger and that's true. But my nana rented us, (laughs) God bless her, my nana, she rented us like the Nightmare on Elm Street box set when when I was like 
11. And it was, it was yeah. freaky. It was freaky. And, and yeah, it's a perfect date night movie. Get cuddled up. Um, or obviously, you know, if you get some, if your children have been naughty, get your popcorn in, sweet. If your children, oh yeah, show it to your kids. Yeah, terrify them. Um, uh, we used to sing the song, you know, one, yeah. two, Freddy's coming for you. We used to sing that at school. Oh yeah, we used to. Uh, yeah, it was brilliant. Oh god, it was so good, so good. God, you take you definitely shouldn't have watched it at the age I watched. No, it. no, no one should watch it uh, any time under sixteen. Uh, before we give you the answer to the movie plot in one sentence, I'm going to do you a big favor here, and I'm just going to give you. Okay. A couple of dates, a couple of key dates. Let me have a guess first. Of what? Let me have a guess first. Of what the movie plot? Film. No, no, no guesses now. Yeah. No guesses now, mate. No, right. um, <laughs> I'm going to give you now Sweet. some key dates. And this is not necessarily key dates for the podcast, even though it will be. It's just for you mm. to know what's going on. So all you amazing listeners, here we go. Next week. Oh, not me. Uh, you can listen to it as well because your memory is terrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, next week, the 5th of May, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out on the 19th of yes. May. Fast and Furious 10, which to be fair by the trailers looks like it's going to be a wild ride. 26th of I'm May. I'm so excited. 26th of May is the Little Mermaid live action, which my daughter cannot wait for. Uh, mm. On the 2nd of June is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is obviously the second one to the yeah. hugely popular first one. On the 6th of June, Pixar are back with Elemental, which again, if you've not seen the trailer for, this is going to be massive. I guarantee it. I haven't seen looks it. looks great. It's about the elements. It's yeah. about fire and water, you know, vibing. Oh, yeah, it looks right. really good. Yeah. 9th of June is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Transformers is back and there's no Michael Bay. So who knows what's going to happen with that? Uh, 23rd of June, The Flash. Now I'm hearing some amazing things about The Flash. Yeah. It is looking like DC have finally hit one out of the park. It's just unfortunate that the... I'm hearing some weird stuff about it. Well, like... that's the thing. It's just a shame for DC. I think they finally nailed it with one of the superhero films, but mm. then the main star's a bit of a looney tune. So uh, after that, the 30th of June, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, people! That is going to be one of the best moments is seeing my dad's face when the music hits. And yeah. we're taking Big Mac to that. 14th of July, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Again, one that I cannot wait for. Um, Tom Cruise. Take a leave. Uh, Tom Mission Cruise Impossible. is going to run straight back into my heart after Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> 21st of July, this is Cockney John's moment of Oppenheimer. Yes. Yep, and this That's film of the year got to be film of the year. This is the big that. thing. The twenty first of July has two movies opening. The twenty first of July mm. has Oppenheimer, which Christopher Nolan's new epic about the atom bomb looks amazing. Mm. But also on the twenty first of July, and this is like old school Blur the Oasis. This is a battle. Is Barbie. Barbie is coming out on the same oh. day. So we may have I, to do a double. I really want to see it. I think we're going to have to go double because I really double. want to see the Barbie film. And then I'm going to... It looks well it does, funny. It does look great. We're going to go through just to August. We've got the 28th of July, the Marvels, which obviously if you've watched Miss Marvel on Disney Plus and then you've got Captain Marvel, it's a new Marvel film. Uh, the Marvels, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Uh, yeah, um, no, I'm not up for not that. Not keen. And then the 4th of August. Are we ready? This is what we're going to end it on. 
the 4th of August, 2023, the Meg 2, the trend. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! So, oh, I love the Meg. I love the Meg. I, hope- I love the Meg. I love Jaws. I love Sharknado. I love Deep Blue Sea. I love Sharknado 2. <laughs> I, I hope that has whet your appetite for the upcoming films and the upcoming podcast because what I've really enjoyed is receiving the messages of people saying that we mm. had one from someone in the group saying that they went to watch Missing after listening to our exclusive review a couple of months ago, and they really enjoyed that. Um, and then we had a, a woman get in touch today who'd watched Dungeons and Dragons because we'd reviewed that so positively, yeah. and they loved it. So we're absolutely loving it. Listen, if you disagree with us, which is absolutely fine, we can take it on the chins. Um, yeah, get in touch. Adam and Connie John's big movie podcast group. Uh, it's, it's, it's growing and it's lovely. Right. Let's get back to the movie. And pod- don't get offended if I do tell you you're wrong on the Facebook group as well. It's just my way of talking. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. He's very rude. Very disrespectful. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to be rude, but if I disagree with you, I will tell you yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. And swear. <laughs> The movie plot in one sentence. So get your guesses at the ready. A coming of age tale as four young adults find love, happiness and fun in their gap year holiday in France. Cockney John. Gap. Now the gap year is throwing me. Uh, well, it threw me. It might be wrong. Doing a sneaky one. It might yeah, be I wrong. Thought you could have been doing a sneaky one with dangerous liaisons, but no. Because um, then I thought it it could be the you know cruel intentions, the remake. But obviously, they don't go to France in cruel intentions. So I mean, just fun, happiness, France, Euro trip. <laughs> It's not. I know it's wrong. I know that's wrong. Well, to be but... fair, you're not going to believe it. You are not going to believe oh. it. Um, no, I mean, you will. It's wrong. Uh, oh, right, yeah. The movie <laughs> I was looking for was Goodfellas. Good? What? Yep. Yep, indeed. Goodfellas? Yep. No. Yep. None of that described Goodfellas. <laughs> Not one part of that described Goodfellas. Who are the four people that find love? Um, I don't know. Good, the Goodfellas, I think. No one finds love in Goodfellas. I think it was the fellas that were good, wasn't it? The fellas, and they don't go to Air. Well, they they rob Air France. Yeah, but they don't go yeah. to France. They, they rob they don't Air France. No. There you go, no. guys. Goodfellas. No, I'm not having that. That wasn't my fault. I will give you, I will give someone, I will buy someone a drink. I will transfer you £3.50 if you prove to me that you got that right. Um, I'll tell you that, £3.50 for a drink nowadays. You'd have to be in a student bar. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a kind of coke. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to Adam and Cottie John's Big Movie Podcast. We will be back next week with the... Big review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We are booked. We are raring to go. The last time Dave Batista is going to play Drax. And it could be the last time we see the Guardians together. So we are very, very yeah, excited about so. that. For more information on Dad and Parenting, make sure you check out dadsnet.com.
Woo! That's that for all your dad and parenting tips and tricks and to finish this episode as I always do but before I do that actually make sure I know I've mentioned it before Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group make sure you follow at Podcast Parky on TikTok like, subscribe, press the button yeah, it's actually follow <laughs> as well now um, follow, follow, like and subscribe Adam and Courtney John go to Hollywood that's not Come the on name with the biggest, it's not the name biggest Podcast. It's not the name of the podcast. Adam and Cotney John. Not. Yeah, Adam and Cotney John go po- podcast. Big, Adam. big movie podcast. We've been doing this for a long big time. Mo- yeah, big. Yeah, that's what he I said. Say. Go to Hollywood. Oh. Yeah, well, same thing. Yeah, isn't it? fair. And make sure you follow at Two Mr. P's podcast on Instagram, which is run by me, where you get clips of this podcast amongst obviously just the daily banter from yours truly, uh, with a few appearances of Cotney John. Um, <laughs> But we will leave you as we always do. And I just dread, I actually am beginning to dread this moment of the podcast because I oh, yeah. I just don't know whether we're going to have to redo do it. Not one week, one week I advise people take up smoking and you, the trust is gone. It, well, yeah, because it's a sick, dirty habit. Um, <laughs> sick. Uh, I'm going to leave the final <laughs> word with Vapor Claws. Mr. Cotney John. <laughs> nah, it's a good one this week, actually. So um, I know you were obviously diagnosed with ADHD. ADD. Um, ADD, sorry. Uh, I ain't got a H. I, uh, I ain't got a H. <laughs> <laughs> I was never diagnosed, but definitely have it. <laughs> I, uh, now, I sort of get embarrassed because... I find it difficult to concentrate. You know, when it's me and you together, it's sweet because the two of us just bounce off each other and it's fine. But when I'm at work, when I'm in training, stuff like that, I find it so hard to concentrate. I start being naughty, start talking, start throwing things. I mean, I'm 40 years old and I'm throwing bits of paper across the room, you know, need to grow up. So uh, I was given, uh, I was advised I bought this. And I was a bit embarrassed, but it's really worked, and I wanted to share it, to be honest. Okay. And uh, so it's this. Can you see this? It's a ring. Now, I wear a lot of jewellery anyway. I'm glad you said you were sharing me jewellery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, because people don't see this, do they? No. So, but can you see it? It spins. Yeah. And it's a fidget ring. Okay. And, mate, I got it today. And I haven't needed to, haven't needed blue tack, haven't needed any, anything else to take my mind to help control my mind or anything. I've just had this, and if things get a little bit antsy for me, and I feel my leg going or anything, I just play with my little fidget ring. Twelve pound fifty. Anyone who needs something like that, crack on. It's brilliant absolutely brilliant and don't be embarrassed of it either because like i say i was a bit embarrassed you know that i need something like this but actually it's it's just what i need and if you need something get it well there you have it lovely little bit of advice there if you're feeling stressed if you have uh needs then you know play with your ring uh okay <laughs> We will leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. (laughs) In a bit. (laughs) 